0: If you're a fat guy, and if you are like watching Netflix or like playing video games and you're anxious and depressed, well, guess what? It's not that you are depressed, therefore you do all of those things and you are fat. No, it's the other way around. Start doing push-ups, start going to the gym, start doing those things and you will see that you're not depressed anymore. So were you actually depressed? And then he goes on and says that, depression is basically a human instinct something that we have intrinsically in us that is basically happening just to give us another kick another motivation for us to get better and actually realize that holy shit i don't want to feel like this
1: you are listening to the grateful show with our hosts pascu and bogdan join us on our mission to spread awareness around mental health and make people feel happier and overall more grateful
0: Each week, we bring you an inspiring guest, stories, and a message that will help you become your best self and pursue your life mission.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of The Grateful Show. Hope you are doing amazing, and uh, yeah, just to to break the ice, as always, what are you grateful for today, Pascoe?
0: I'm glad you asked. I'm actually grateful for the ability to recover with minimum amount of sleep. (laughs) That's been the mantra for the last two weeks. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, I I, I guess overall it's just health in general.
1: Fair enough. Well, yeah, it's important to to be rested in order to get on with your daily tasks. And that's why you should consider maybe listening to... um, one of our latest podcasts which in which we talk about sleep and as Mm -hmm. well we answer the most popular questions about sleep which will help you get a better sleep and even us if we would apply them but yeah with a busy schedule this life it's going to be a bit difficult but yeah today's episode is just going to be a continuation of uh, us answering to mostly philosophical questions about society politics science you name it, we answer it. And yeah, just to jump straight into it, I'm just gonna ask you, I feel like this question is designed for you actually, is do computers have the ability to be creative?
0: Um, simple answer, I would say no. And that's simply because the way a computer works is already binary which is zeros and one, yes and no's. And I I think that at least for the appropriate future, unless AI really, really develops itself, there's no way in hell that a computer can actually develop the level of creativity that a human has because you can't even tackle creativity. Like what is even creativity? So no. I would say no, and it's probably going to be the last barrier that computers and AI need to break, really, in order to say that, yeah, humans are disposable now. We can get rid of them. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, fair enough.
0: Uh, How about this one? Does luck exist?
1: Funny question. In order for luck to exist, there must be a lot of uh, criteria met, but to be honest, it's just the same as answering, uh, do we have free will? Mm-hmm. So most probably for a lot of people, a lot of people will say no, a lot of people will say yes, but I would say, I will answer to these questions that uh, most probably we don't have a free will because most probably there is something above us that is controlling all our decisions. Or the universe cycle and everything is happening all over again. So this is the same with luck. Most probably it doesn't because if something is already predestinated, I mean, there is no luck involved, right? Maybe you, you are just lucky because you were born in the universe in which you took the decision, a better decision, instead mm-hmm. of another in the same situation. I don't mm-hmm. know. This how and how do you
0: define? How do you define luck? It's just the fact <clears throat> that you find yourself lucky whenever things go into your into your favor. Like if you prefer yeah. something to go right and not left, and it happens, you're like, "Oh, I must, I must be lucky." Is that what luck is? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's very, it's very interesting. Exactly.
1: The next question is: What rights, if any, do animals have?
0: First and foremost, this week I've been really,
1: really. Um, I guess,
0: uncomfortable with this whole uh, having rights idea for people uh, just in that as a whole we're just becoming snowflakes. Um, In terms of animals, I would say that realistically they only have the rights that are given to them by the laws of nature, meaning kill or get killed, meaning everything happens in a cycle so I don't know you have the right to i guess have more food in the spring and have less food in the winter kind of mm-hmm. if that's considered a right and everything else besides that I I think it's just humans having no purpose giving animals rights that's only just my opinion
1: <laughs> yeah exactly i mean really? with all,
0: especially yeah. with all of all of those things like putting animals in zoos and like trying to save animals like I'm all about saving animals and like trying to keep all the species but realistically five people are destroying the species and one other person here on the right is trying to save the species and it's like Mm -hmm. a whole cycle and it will never be even because there's more people that don't give a shit about animals than the other majority unfortunately and
1: yeah that's kind of it. Yeah, agree.
0: Are clowns funny? Or scary? This is a very dumb one.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is one of the dumb ones that uh, I've mentioned before. I don't know. For me, they are—they aren't scary at all. I'm not scared of clowns. I mean, what are clowns? It's just a person with some makeup and like some fake hair. That's it. So now, they are not. Are there universal human rights? What are they?
0: Well, you see, this <laughs> is very tricky. Because if you want to answer this, universal would go beyond what we constructed as being socio-political correct. So it would have to go down to like actually universal laws. And mm-hmm. since we don't even have a clue of what the universe is made of, or if it's made by some force or not, I don't think we can really, really have any idea of what our rights are. I guess the right to leave. but again, you you could get killed tomorrow, so I I don't think there are. I don't know. I just feel like everything is just a matter of cause and effect, and some things happen and some other things don't happen, and that's kind of it. Yeah, everything definitely. is random yet everything is synced in a cycle, as you said. You said so. I would say there's no no rise to humans, unfortunately. I don't know. What's your take on it?
1: Well, if you're gonna answer from a point of view of someone who asks these questions just for like are people from america so or should people from america have the same rights as people in europe or that that's why there is isn't universal and if you're gonna say that i mean again there are some rights and some laws which are like written in the human nature and the nature itself like you said just find food kill uh, and all these uh, basic elements but if you're gonna answer to the if i'm gonna answer the question the way you did it it is gonna be exactly the same right yeah yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah. and since we constructed all the cities and the laws and all those things i don't (laughs) think those are universal human rights i mean i don't know Anything that we create or invent is not universal. Like, how how is that universal? I mean, one could argue that we are the universe experience in itself. Therefore, that could be universal. There's so many sides to, to this.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Anyways, if time travel is possible, would we have met time travelers already? This reminds me of that series, Dark.
1: Yeah, there is a series on Netflix uh, guys, if you didn't hear hear about it, you can go check it out, it's one of the best and it uh, discuss it is discussing this uh, this uh, paradox if we invented the time machine and we gave the time machine to somebody in the past which in fact that's the moment he used it first, he didn't he discovered it, but he discovered it in the future or other person discovered it in the future, is time possible really real? Because there is a paradox here, because if that person from the future didn't discover it, then how that person from the past had a chance to use it. So it's very tricky. And I would say that if time travel is possible, there are like 50, 50 chances that we discovered it now, or we were going to discover it in the future and we're going to use it or we just didn't discover it yet and we have to just do a little bit more research and then our future will give it to us. If that you know makes what's sense.
0: funny if again uh, I'm really and you are not as well we are really not adequate of like recommending you guys watch stuff especially like Netflix or films but like with Interstellar if you really think about the ending that's time traveling in itself right and Cooper was basically repeatedly being told that there is this thing that he needs to do. There is this universal law that blah, 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 and so on. And if you put it that way, one could say that our higher selves and our gut instinct could be something from another dimension telling you that. But is that considered time traveling? And like, we don't even comprehend time. And like, I'm more than certain that... For other densities or other creatures or whatever might exist or whatever we could imagine, time doesn't pass linearly, and time is not the same thing as it is for us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 9 a.m., 6 (laughs) p.m., October, November. What are these even really?
1: Yeah, and also, if you think about it, when you have a thought, technically, you're just going back in the past, right? Because you are thinking it, even though we just it stays in the past but maybe you can build a machine which works on your previous experiences and on everybody's experiences you add a place you again add the time because it's time and you have again the another matrix. universe <laughs> exactly the metrics you have a universe so yeah it's really easy yeah easy maybe
0: thing. this whole maybe this whole reality is just uh other people's thoughts condensed and put into a metrics and just add some color to it some yeah (laughs) it would be a really nice
1: movie it would be a really nice movie a really nice inception
0: throw those throw those guys into situations where they have to fight with each other over meaningless shit like vaccines yeah and yeah yeah, there you have it
1: (laughs) pretty much the next question we have here are emotions rational or irrational this is funny
0: it's a very good one. And I gotta admit, as much as I've as much as I I haven't read if you believe it or not, I still haven't read the whole Chin Paradox. <laughs> <laughs> but like I know things from Chin Paradox, I know things from emotional intelligence, from psycho-cybernetics. And the more I study and learn about emotions, the more I realize that we really don't know much, much about this whole spectrum. And one thing is for sure, emotions are way, way more powerful than rational rationality. And I would say that we call rational everything that only goes through the mind. And to answer the question short and sweet, I would say that they are both rational and irrational.
1: Because... Yeah, because if you think about it, yeah, because if you think about it, when you want to induce a feeling, so first you, you think about the... Um about how wearing a skirt as a man makes you feel. And then when, you, like when emotion comes and you're like, holy shit, I don't want to wear that, it's disgusting. Or you, you get a point or like 98% of the time when we don't realize it, the emotion controlling us and then we have the rationality coming over to save the situation.
0: Yeah, because you feel anxious, maybe because you didn't have your magnesium or you didn't sleep enough. And then suddenly you go to on this whole rabbit hole mm-hmm. of thinking why you are feeling mm-hmm. this way and thinking about the fact that you should have done this certain thing on last Tuesday. And then you go into a whole rabbit hole and then uh, you just have a donut and you feel better for 10 minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Agreed. Yeah, it's, it's
0: interesting. Does an afterlife exist?
1: Let's Most see how probably this. not. I mean, if you think about it, there is afterlife. Why? Because the moment universe was the universe was born, everything, all the matter that we have was born in the moment that the universe was born. So at the Big Bang, how they want to, to call it. And if you think about it, you are the universe. And if you are the universe, then obviously you are all the people in the universe. And yeah, there is an afterlife because in a way you are not one, you are everybody and everybody is you. And thinking this way, yes, there is an afterlife, but to keep your own mind with your own experiences in this own body, you can just uh, say that one as well. I don't think there is going to be an afterlife. You just die and that's kind of it, right?
0: No, I don't think so either. I I think that just people not being able to make the most of their lives try to try to play with this whole idea that they are spiritual or they are religious or they don't need to make money or they don't need to do shit with their life just because uh, uh, it's enough to be kind and it's enough to be nice and then you'll be given a place in heaven. I just think that that's all bullshit and just fallacy and probably a tool that at some point, even to this day, is used uh, against people and their will and... Some other people are just taking the profits on the other side and enjoying this life right now. So sorry to break it to yeah. you guys, but it's very unlikely <laughs> that there is such thing as an afterlife. Yeah. Very unlikely. And if it's- there is, it has nothing to do with this life. <laughs> like it's completely fucking different.
1: If you're going to tell people that the life has no meaning and you're not going to go to heaven or hell, uh you're just gonna perish and you just gotta do a lot of things in this experience in this body and most probably everybody would just go crazy and that's why they have to keep uh, us the monkeys under control somehow
0: yeah that's why it's very vague like there's multiple religions there's multiple beliefs there's multiple this there's multiple that i truly believe that like with all the trillions that they are pumping in the federal reserve every single here, they'd be able to like make a whole, I guess, mass message like they did with the COVID and just tell everyone that, look, this is all just right or this is all just this or that and uh, you have to do this. Of course, they don't want to do that. What the fuck? That would make everyone panic and probably just start a world war or something like that
1: yeah but yeah pretty much
0: cool next one
1: right do you think anyone has actually met their true soulmate?
0: you see this is very interesting because maybe there's more ways of approaching this question but i'll go with two ways if there is such thing as multiple lives and multiple lifespans and i used to be this guy in the roman empire fucking thousand years ago ago um then maybe that that is possible maybe you actually met with somebody else in a past life which is very unlikely but again on the other side what is actually a soulmate is this not like a bullshit fairy tale that we've been told by hollywood like since when this whole soulmate is actually a thing because if you go back in history people were not that dumb to believe those things And they were more, I guess, animalistic. Um, And I feel like we are just making man more better by the day, by giving them those illusions of such things as soulmates. And if a girl rejects them, then that's not his soulmate. No, you're just fucking dumping. You're not capable of attracting and doing what is required as a man to reproduce. So... Yeah, it really depends. If you want to go the fairy tale way, go ahead. <laughs> if not, then the whole reality it's harsh and there's no such fucking thing as soulmate unfortunately. Yeah,
1: what is a soulmate? Someone who just get along very good together. That's it. For how long? No, yeah.
0: <laughs> can we right. know about happiness without knowing about sadness? Now, I really want to see <clears throat> your point on this.
1: If we can. Can we know about happiness without knowing about sadness? No, I don't think so. I mean, in order to actually experience something, you got to have like the opposite force, which is fighting with the force that you want to keep in the same time. Like you want to live, but you are dying. You want to eat something um, which is unhealthy, but it makes you fat. Because it's really hard to eat healthy and be fat in the same time. Right. So everything has like an opposite force, which is just uh, dragging us towards that thing. And when we put, when we like spend some time in the area which we don't like, like in this case the sadness place, obviously we want to go back to what was good for us, or so, and what the body told us through the chemical reactions that it's good. So. I don't think that there can be happiness without knowing about sadness, because in 1950, I've seen a research done uh, first by four and with rats, and then like with humans. And they just placed like a population of 1,000 mice, something like that in an area, just like a city. You just- City of London. Yeah, exactly. And they were given anything that they needed to be like, to live a good, healthy life. They were given food, medicine in their food, not to get sick, water. And they had like anything they want for mice. They had women. And after a while, after a while, after like 10 months or something like that, all the mice were going crazy in the parts where the food was given like a bit more, people started to fight over it even though they had enough in the part where people well mice were rich they just uh, started to not mate anymore they started to groom like a lot and all that kind of bullshit and everybody was like in these chairs and they did that one with humans as well and exactly the, the same thing happened so i don't think that you can have something positive without knowing about that thing which is negative
0: it's very interesting you brought that up very interesting actually i was i was uh, listening to a podcast uh, with andrew tate which is a bad motherfucker and he was basically saying that there's no such thing as happiness and it's just a construct of ours and he was also apparently he was taken off Instagram a while ago a couple of years ago he had his blue tick taken away and his account closed because he said that there's no such thing as depression (laughs) and everyone like literally went crazy and like how can you actually say that like this is so offensive to so many people that go through depression and he was like look dude If you're a fat guy, if you are like watching Netflix or like playing video games and you're anxious and depressed, well, guess what? It's not that you are depressed, therefore you do all of those things and you are fat. No, it's the other way around. Start doing push-ups, start going to the gym, start doing those things and you will see that you're not depressed anymore. So were you actually depressed? And then he goes on and says that, Depression is basically a human instinct, something that we have intrinsically in us that is basically happening just to give us another kick, another motivation for us to get better and actually realize that holy shit, I don't want to feel like this. Therefore, I need to do something with my life. But people nowadays, and you know, like the how how everything is portrayed, when you are depressed, oh, you're given medication, oh, this depression, oh, I just caught it. It, it came from the air and suddenly mm. I'm depressed. Like, oh my God, be careful with that guy. He's depressed, like he's he's very sensible. And I don't know. I, I just feel like again, strong man, make good times, good times make weak men. Weak men make bad times, bad times make strong men, and the whole cycle goes and goes and goes. Look at yeah. the Roman Empire, look at the Egypt Empire, look at the, all the empires, all the civilization, everything repeats itself.
1: Pretty much. You know, Matthew, yeah, I agree. I think we we answer to a lot of questions this, uh, this podcast. Uh, well, most probably, we're going to do one more or two more of the series. This is going to be number four out of, uh, we'll see, five, six, uh, how it goes and how you appreciate it, how you like these uh, episodes. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram at The Grateful Show. You can also rate us. You can rate us on Apple Tunes. You can give the iTunes (laughs) a five-star review. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. This was Bogdan. This was Pascu
0: and you guys stay grateful.